Hi, Sunny D here. Just wanted to make a correction on the discount code we shared on our podcast. It is still PSM 20, uh, but it gets you $20 off and it is non-stackable. So we suggest you save it for your second order from The Flowery. And uh, we hope you enjoy that. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. You ready for the chaos? Yo, 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 uh, you are right where you're supposed to be. The Pot Smoking Moms podcast. Thank you welcome so much. Welcome back. Uh, thanks for, you know, g- giving us your ears. I'm Sunny D, along with my homegirl, Captain J. Hello. If you enjoy our podcast, please uh, subscribe, rate, review, share, share our podcast. Be friends with us. All our social media is on potsmokingmoms.com. That's our website. We love hearing from you, so please reach Hit us out up. to us. Even if you don't like us that much, you want to just say something mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't say something don't mean. Don't invite but, that. You know, I don't know, I, but that's the thing. If they're listening this far, they don't have anything mean to say. Come on. They're listening to us. I mean, they right. can't hate us that yeah, much, right? right? I mean, I hope not. Anyways. <laughs> What are you smoking? You, uh, let me just let me just paint a picture for our people at home, our audience. Jay just got a new piece, and that shit looks like it's straight off of the Jetsons. <laughs> it's very, uh, it's very futuristic. But if we're talking about the future in the nineteen fifties, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I love it. It's a I, little round. I'm have to post a picture now. Yeah, so everybody can see it. It's cute though. It's you can hold it in your hand. It's yeah. kind of like a pipe slash bowl. It's like a bubbler. Bong. Yeah, right. right. I got uh, I got my little, my, my trusty little your, emergency bong, mini bong here. Your, your designated little <laughs> mini bong that for when you're here. We actually, I'm smoking some um, Tiger Bomb from the flowery. the flowery. I am as well. So cheers. Cheers. Speaking of the flowery. We will have Steph Frohawk on later. She's the VP of marketing and sales for the Flowery. She is our interview for today. Yes, she's a mom just like <laughs> us. She came from the world of spirits and <laughs> into the world of flowers. Of terpenes. Of terpenes, yes. <laughs> um, so that's very interesting. We got a really nice, they hooked us up with a really sweet discount. Um, if you purchase from the flowery, they do delivery and PSM 20 gives you 20% off. It's stackable too. It's pretty sweet. So if you haven't had anything from them, your d- delivery is free, which is great. And You'll you get, be able to get 20%, off, you get 20%, code. 20% off your first order and 20% off with our code. That's right. Cause it's stackable. Yeah. So she said it's stackable. that's, that's great. Uh, Thanksgiving. How was yours? It was good. It was all right. Did you go to your sister's? Yeah, passed by, said hi, hang out for a while. How was the food? Good. I didn't, I don't know. I wasn't really 
concerned. I don't know. I made I made the most mac and cheese I've ever made in my life. Nice. That. I was gonna make mac and cheese, but I was too tired. I just made two things. You made your cheesy, crispy potatoes. Yeah, the crunchy cheesy potatoes. <laughs> And pumpkin bars. Oh. I have pumpkin bars left if you want to take oh, some nice. home to Robert. Thanks. Okay. They're good in the morning with some coffee. Yeah, man. I make some Paula Deen's mac and cheese in the crock pot. Oh, that's right. The Paula Deen mac and cheese. Yeah. It was, it Must have been a hit. I fucking made too much. Yeah? Yeah, I could have <laughs> fed the entire <laughs> block. Well, I went to my dad's for Thanksgiving and my in-laws, my... um. My mother-in-law and her husband and Mima came as well. So it was like a little, what is it? Like joined Thanksgivings. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I got to meet my sister's boyfriend from Spain. And? He's cool people. Yeah. Really cool. They look cute together. I gotta say, he's, I mean, we only spent so much time with him. We need to spend more time with him, you know? But he's a favorite so far. He's got good taste in music. He likes board games. He's smart. Handsome. Yeah. Easy the whole to package. Talk to. And Manita's got to. I know that my sister listens to this. Seal so the she's deal. Be like, <laughs> and Manita got to seal the deal. She was like, Manu, hear what my sister said about you. <laughs> How funny. She's a big supporter. We love Nicole. Yes. Um, we also love Jenny Perdomo, Sugar Mama. She, she, um, she was battling cancer. We had her on our, we had her on our podcast when we first started. Mm-hmm. She was one of the first people in the local cannabis community that we talked to. And man, right away, we she became a number one supporter. She was so familiar. She was just like, we, when we met her, it felt like we knew her forever. Yes. Uh, when we met her, it was through lives, like watching like her. We, yeah, yeah, her we live. In her lives. And just hearing her talk, she felt like. Home. Yeah, uh huh. She well, uh, the first time I saw her, I was like, "Yo, you from Miami? You yeah, from Miami?" <laughs> and she was like, "Yep, yep." And then from then and we on, we hit it off immediately. And yeah, and what a small world! Like we have our, I have friends that are friends of hers, or were friends with of, with her in the past. Yeah, everybody in the cannabis community. She was battling cancer. The cancer came back again, and she was, uh, you know, we kept. In con- like we kept uh, getting updates from their Kickstarter, the GoFundMe for the GoFundMe. My yeah. bad. And um, and then they, she passed away this past week. We were really upset. We kind of started the you know we we started getting ready because we were were not. We got the news update. was not really great. Yeah, we had gotten the update that she was in hospice. So yeah, you so. know when you get that news, what's coming next? Yeah, so that kind of we took it hard. Uh, we, took we just it, heard we, that. That yeah. So it was kind of braced you for it's coming soon. Yeah, but uh, she did pass, and we love her so much. We just wanted to give her her proper shout out. Yes, much love, love for you, you up in Thank heaven. Thank you so much. She she opened the doors for us. She tried to introduce us to whoever she we could. Was, I she mean, introduced yeah. us to Doctor Mike. Had said you got to have Doctor Mike on the show. Like as soon as we met her, she just like. Totally embraced us and was all about. Yeah, she took us under her wing, and I feel like she did that for a lot of other people in the community. And she she took. She had a huge heart. Yes, a huge heart. Supported a lot of people. Got people going. I mean, she was amazing, and you know, and she and her energy. Yeah, her energy. Yeah, uh, every single time we had her on our game show, and she was just uh, our our our. First time we met her was at the Super Bowl party. That was one of the. I will never forget. That was amazing. 
Yeah, we had a good time. That, that was night. awesome. Yeah. So, so much love to her and love her family. You, um, we we talked about our interview. You guys, wait for that one. Stephanie Frohawk uh, from the Flowery. We also have a Disney trip coming up uh, February 11th through the 13th. We're going to have a little weekend up in Orlando. So any of you, um, you know, I don't know what Central Florida yeah. listeners reach out to us. Let us know if you a want to meet us in a park or B, if you want to hang out maybe for dinner, we can yeah. arrange something for everybody. So, yes, that's February 11th through the 13th. And um, did you get any DMs? <laughs> you asked for I, DMs. I actually part. got. I actually got one. I got one about the lives. About the lives. Yeah, yeah I got one DM from the lives. Uh, I think it, her name is Diana or something. And uh, well, she pops in every once in a while. She's missed a few and has been very like vocal. You know, there's a few people who are like, "Man, I was get, I was ready to watch this, and I just <laughs> missed it." Yeah. Oh, uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Di- Diane. Something like that. Like yeah. D y a n or something. Something. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let Thomas, me see. I think yeah. Cause uh, so Wednesday Instagram live Wednesday nights at nine. Uh, tentative. Tentative. I just depending on how I feel. Sometimes it's just too much for me. I yeah. Gotta, you also have the other podcast going on. So yeah, and then just like. Sometimes, man, let me tell you, my husband had to work a lot over the See, he works in um for operations in retail. So, you know. Yeah. Black it's, Friday it's happens, holidays. So he's working overtime. He had Thanksgiving off, but he worked Friday and Saturday. <coughs> and Saturday, I, I was about to I, I was about to fucking lose my mind. I was about to fucking lose it in my head. Yeah. Because uh, you usually have home. a little bit of a break on the weekends because he's there to help. Right. Instead of being at work right. all day. Yeah. And it's like, you know, sometimes when the kids, when the kids want to be needy or they just cannot stop pulling on your pant leg and trying to get your attention and wanting this and wanting, it's just like, oh my God, I wanted to. And then you just get burnt out. I was, I just really, as soon as he got home, I was so fucking done he could tell he was like you want to go nap and i just went into the room and i just took a nap for like three hours i was like dude i don't ever want to come out of this room (laughs) i don't sometimes i don't know i i just i one of the things that i fantasize about is being alone is that is it is it a mom thing like I I I, I want to say I'm an <laughs> introvert as 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 social All as I, I am. Want for Christmas is to leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. You got it, girl. You got it. But back in the day, like I'm I'm as social as I am. I'm an introvert because I I I do enjoy being alone. Yeah, and and, and being able to just not have to worry about anything but like me in the present moment, right? Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, I used to get that a lot. I mean, I guess everybody. But some people don't like to be alone that much. Yeah. I fucking crave it (laughs) so bad now. And then on the other podcast, they don't have kids. So I was I was sitting there one day hanging out with on the weekend, you know, recording and and working on things. 
And they just made like impromptu plans. And I was just like, oh, how nice. Uh huh. <laughs> I could just make plans, you know. And I just go, man, one of the things that I miss the most before I became a mom is that ability to A, do whatever the fuck I want at the moment's notice. Yep. Because I'm impulsive like that. And B, being alone and having just time, time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? To do what the fuck I, I want. I mean, just time. Yeah, just like, oh, just zoning out and like, just alone where nobody needs you. Eventually, you'll be there again. It's and then I'll be, be sad and then it'll be depressing because exactly. then I won't want to be there. Right. <laughs> it's like, what are we, what like, are you happy to me? Spend time with me. Right. When you have teenage uh, daughters that don't want anything, they don't want to hang out but with you, No, but you know what? Friends. I want to, I need to foster our, our relationship to when they're teenagers, they, they wanna will want to hang out with me. I mean, not all the time, obviously. <sighs> <laughs> I don't want to hang out with me all the time and I'm stuck with me all the time. But you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, in the meantime, while we wait for our children to be teenagers and hate our guts. <laughs> they won't hate us. They won't hate us that much. We won't. We'll, we'll have good kids. Oh, my God. My kid can't even fathom right now actually hating us. I was like, one day you're not going to want to hang out with us. Watch. All right. So this is a pretty uh, silly story. This is. (laughs) Dogs are being exposed to marijuana through human poop and pet owners should be beware. Should beware. (laughs) Study finds. A study finds this. Are you good? Are you good? Is that that tiger bomb? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hold on. Pull it down again. Pull it down the headline. <laughs> what? Dogs are being exposed to marijuana through human poop. Am I supposed to be more like... <laughs> and pet owners should beware. Am I, should I be more concerned with <laughs> the dogs finding the poop or the poop being readily disposable for poop? For, like, for, where for dogs? are these poops being encountered? Like, <laughs> Hopefully this article will tell us where the poops are being encountered. So it says here, a word of caution to dog owners. Apparently, some canines are getting intoxicated off marijuana by eating the feces of people who've consumed cannabis, according to a new study. Don't tell your crackhead uncle that. (laughs) But where are they finding the poop? Dogs are natural scavengers, and so the instinct to eat poop while gross is just a fact of life. Yes, I've known this. If you have a dog and you have a cat, you know that they love those crispy treats from the good. You take the the good, you take the bad. (laughs) You take them both, and then you've got but the fact of life. of Australian researchers <laughs> found that in some cases, the instinct can become dangerous, warranting the attention of puppy parents. The study published in the Australian Veterinary Journal looked at 15 cases of confirmed THC toxicosis in dogs who were suspected of or observed to have ingested human feces in Melbourne from 2011 to 2020. Okay, so this is in Melbourne. Like so apparently in Australia like, and Melbourne, there's easily f- human feces available. They have a, they have commercials now that are like, you if, you're a, if your you're a dog and got severely hurt. Oh, you by, know what? Maybe it's like homeless poop. <laughs> it could, yes, it continues. The dogs presented <laughs> symptoms of incoordination, dilated pupils, 
Urinary incontinence and stupor. Urine urine tests from eight of the dogs showed THC metabolites in their system. However, study author Clara Lawler told Marijuana Moment that this shouldn't necessarily be taken to mean that any level of THC is toxic in dogs. Okay. So the animals in my study had ingested an unknown quantity of feces that contained an unknown concentration of THC. Wow. So this sounds like a very legitimate, like, well... Uh, research study. What? <laughs> but that's a thing too. Yeah. It's how do like you? How? Yeah. It's like, well, oh, we didn't. Well, we, I did not. We don't know how much poop it was, yeah, like, and we don't know how much THC yeah, was yeah. in it. Like, we just took <laughs> random poop, and we just this, we just decided this was it. This was what we were doing. And so one would assume this concentration would be at a level that clearly caused toxicity. She wrote in an email. However, this does not mean that all THC ingestions could lead to toxicity. In fact, there are some studies where animals were administered a controlled dosage of THC, and not a single one of them displayed any adverse effects that might see with toxicity she said there are so many anecdotal reports of the huge benefits that thc administration has on animals albeit reports are from owners perception rather than peer-reviewed research but this does not mean that the industry should disparage (laughs) thc as a therapeutic agent Uh, i could just know i could just i could just imagine them like being in a lab with a dog and going all right do you feel it now (laughs) and the dog's just sitting there like i think it's like do you feel it now? And the dog's like, woof. Maybe they're just looking at reports of, uh, like they're studying like reports, veterinary reports of owners just bringing their dogs oh. in, being like, yo, my dog ate poop and he doesn't look right. Damn, and then, but that's the thing too is how much poop does that dog have to eat? Like how like, high yeah. was that person? How much THC? Right. How much THC? Exactly. And which we, we may not want to know. Riley, like how much CBC We will bring this up to <laughs> me, Abby, and Riley. They're going to be like, what? You guys need to chill out. They're going to be like, shut the fuck up. We don't want to talk about how much THC is in our poop. <laughs> Giving people kind of fucking weird ideas. You low on cash. Okay, look, here's a little bit of a uh, explanation. Your plug out of town. <laughs> of where the poop came from. Most of the dogs in her new study apparently ate the poop at local parks while others ingested it at the beach, campsites, and walking trails. All dogs survived to discharge. (laughs) Ingestion of human feces containing THC may lead to marijuana toxicosis in dogs, the study states. Veterinary staff and owners should be attentive in regard to using appropriate hygiene men- measures when managing these dogs. Yeah. How about don't, <laughs> don't shit all over the place? But look, they said that like they found it at the beach. I mean, like people just poop. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, probably in the ocean, maybe. Or but, no homeless people or, or I don't know. I guess you're right. I guess if you need to they go said trails, people, if you got to go, you got to go. You, you got to go, go off you the trail. Go, exactly. And- and but your still, dog walking saying, off the leash and is out wandering around, you know, and you don't see what they're eating behind that bush over there. <laughs> yeah, this is it's concerning to think that there's so many that there's a study that's being <laughs> anyways. The author said that there are a number of reasons that a dog might eat poop. Oh, wow. Ugh, or put protein. scientifically engage in co- coprophagy. Coprof- copro- oh, my fuck. <laughs> But they floated one possibility. God damn it. 
the writer for serious <laughs> they floated one possibility for the marijuana specific feces eating trend <laughs> so trend now right hashtag eating feces dogs have trends it is possible that the presence of marijuana and feces increases its attractiveness for ingestion uh, by altering its scent, texture, and or taste. So they're more draw, drawn to that poop. Because they're like, what? Yeah. What you smoking on? So also, while this study is limited to data on about two dozen dogs in one Also, while this study is limited to data on about two dozen dogs. In one city in Australia, the authors also said that the habit might be more common than pet than owners report. Pointing to Google search results from people reporting a dog ate feces and exhibited signs of lethargy. The idea of dogs getting high off THC containing human waste might seem like a stretch on its own, but the study also explains that canines have more cannabinoid receptors than humans, making dogs more sensitive to the effects of THC. Yeah. Which leads I, us back to the question, how much feces <laughs> and how much THC? Because good Lord. Yeah. Have you ever seen like a, um, a dog that's like ate edibles or ate like, um, and they my like, roommate's dog ate a joint one time or like a, a really or like weed out of the bag and was, was weird. flipping and dipping. No, not flipping was like just lethargic. Yeah. yeah. Just like, uh, Oh, I seen dogs do like backflips and <laughs> crashing into walls and shit. And you're like, Whoa, is that crack? Or was that? <laughs> Was that weed? coke or was that, what was that? I don't think that was oh, weed. Yeah, they can't walk straight. Yeah, they're like, they they're wobble walking. around. In conclusion, this case series suggests that ingestion of feces produced by a human marijuana user may lead to signs of marijuana toxosis. The researchers said that clinical signs of uh, toxosis were similar to those previously reported for dogs with corn. <laughs> Con- Connor? I think they fucked that word I up. don't know what that word is. Marijuana toxosis through gastro- gastrointestinal signs were not the most common feature despite coprophagy. Coprophagy. Fagy? Coprophagy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on. There's more. But wait. There's more. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, just like we talked about birds, you know, you came here looking for poop, dogs eating people poop. Here we are. Larringer said that there needs to be an industry-wide understanding of the fact that there are so many different strains of cannabis, and each of these strains has different cannabinoid profiles that have possible potential for beneficial therapeutic effects. Three These strains could be researched with a focus on what ones are suitable for animals, and a what dose, rather than blanketing all strains as being toxic, she said. I hope the public can be patient and also get behind us on researching the dosing more. While there are clear concerns about dogs ingesting excess <laughs> levels of THC, studies have found that more concerned are the, them eating the, the, the human fecal matter lying around. <laughs> studies have found promising results when it comes to the therapeutic potential of other cannabinoids like CBD for pets. For example, dogs with epilepsy experience considerably fewer seizures that are treated with CBD oil, a study published in the journal Pet Behavior Science in 2019 found. Hmm. The prior year, a separate study determined that CBD can alleviate the symptoms 
of osteoarthritis in dogs. The FDA, for its part, had repeatedly warned pet owners about using CBD to treat firework-related anxiety in pets around the 4th of July holiday. Uh, And you should be aware that the FDA has not evaluated these products and can't say whether they are safe or effective, how they are manufactured, or whether they contain CBD. The agency, blah, 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 blah. Right, FDA. They're supposed to say all that stuff. Yeah. So So vitamins are not FDA approved either. Don't let your dog eat your poop, okay? Yeah, I mean, especially if you, I mean, just don't let them eat your poop. Like, I guess if you're out camping with your dog and you're a cannabis user and you got to poop in the woods, bury it good so that your dog doesn't Yeah, bury that poop (laughs) real good. (laughs) In the meantime. Oh, I was waiting for this to come around. Florida's like, mm. yeah. Lawmakers propose big changes to cannabis compound Delta Eight. You knew it was coming. Yeah. They remember when they raided the Vegas show and they were like, no, and they got rid of anything with Delta Eight. Yep. This comes out of Lee County, Florida. There are more than a hundred compounds found in the cannabis plant, including CBD, which doesn't get you high. Delta 9 THC is a compound that does get you high, and to legally get it in Florida, you must be a medical marijuana patient. Then there's Delta 8 THC, which has gained a lot of popularity recently. It has a very slight psychoactive effects. However, it is not regulated, and you can find it for sale in smoke shops or gas stations. Republican Spencer Roach and Democrat Andrew Learned are proposing some big changes to the cannabis compounds. Their 48-page House Bill 679 has support for Democrats and Republicans, and it does several things. It raises the age from 18 to 21 to buy CBD products and Delta 8 products. It also makes the process of getting medical marijuana cheaper and easier. Finally, it closes the loophole on Delta 8. While some Delta 8 products can get you high, they don't meet the definition of marijuana. (coughs) Lawmakers want to regulate the number of THC products contained. I would also say I'm a fan and customer who does use certain Delta 8 products, said Michael Jones. Jones owns a downtown Fort Myers vape shop and sells Delta 8 products. He said the crackdown will impact companies like his. From a financial standpoint, yes, it does affect me as a business owner, he says. Delta 8 and CBD products will no longer be sold to people under 21 in Florida. It shouldn't, though. It shouldn't have been yeah. anyways. You it's, know? I don't, yeah, I don't see. I don't think that's a problem. Making it. Yeah, making it. Right. One. I thought they were going to fucking just get rid of it. If it's cleaning the industry and making it more professional, respectful, and making sure that Florida can continue to have the industry successful, then I'm all for it, said Cole Peacock, the owner of Seed and Bean CBD Coffee Shop in downtown Fort Myers. However, not everyone in the industry sees it that that way, including Eli Joyce with Sunshine Cannabis. I'd like to see access increase and not more regulation, Joyce noted. The bill, however, makes getting access to medical marijuana cheaper and easier since medical marijuana licenses would be required every two years instead of yearly. That'd be nice. It also calls for fewer evaluations by a doctor. Yeah. And so, you know, that does make it cheaper. Yeah. Seeing a doctor every two years is a lot better than what it is now every seven months, Joyce cited. The bill also forbids oh cannabis doctors <laughs> and treatment centers from advertising on radio, TV, or billboards. I believe there's a concerted effort within the Florida legislature to prevent access to medical marijuana, Joyce said. I feel that with this bill as well. So far, 16 states have either banned or restricted the use of Delta 8. 
So, so they're this not is a taking bill, it away. But this is is this a but what is this is a bill that we're doing now that they're trying There's to There's a bill raise? that they're trying to they, yeah, they, they just the proposed. Okay, so this is just being proposed right now. Yeah. It's not really in a, I found it on here. Here it is. So it was just filed it's on interesting. the 23rd. That person is represents Sunshine Cannabis, the person who's saying, "Oh, they're putting Less more restrictions." Yeah. They're putting they're putting more restrictions on. It's interesting that while they're while, while they're, they're while they promote on a homegirl. Yeah, while they promote restrictions on the amount of plants you can have on a homegirl. So yeah, that's interesting. So I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, it's good about. I think the, the by age the, thing is fine. Yeah, I'm not that. I don't have a problem with the age thing. I don't know. But it's interesting how bills do like multiple things. So this one would be upping the limit, uh, the age limit to buy CBD and Delta 8 from 18 to 21. And changing the medical marijuana licensing L- process to every two years instead of. Isn't that so weird? Like, yeah. why would they those two be under the same thing? Because that's how they try to get things passed. Hmm. By latching it on with other things. Interesting. We need to talk to Joey more about these things. Who? Jody, yeah, we should, uh, we should get her ask this uh, Joyce person <laughs> if they feel that they should, you know. Well, I've tracked that bill too, so we'll see what happens with that. Tracking bills, baby. So our next story. Wait, did you do the "I Love You Miami"? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that whole poop dog thing <laughs> set you off, girl. You just, you're like, whoa, how do we get here so fast? Not so fast. We're going in on 30 minutes. I don't remember minutes. hearing him. I, hold on. Now, well, we could do it again. <laughs> Did we? We wanted to hear Liwang it's again. Tiger Bomb, guys. Yeah, you got a Tiger Bomb. It's pretty good. <laughs> Not gonna lie. All right. So, Florida lawmaker files bill to decriminalize all currently illicit drugs. This is new. All illicit? Yeah. Okay. So, a Florida lawmaker introduced a bill last week to decriminalize all currently illicit drugs, provide avenues for relief for those with existing drug related convictions, and promote harm reduction services. Representative Dottie Joseph filed the legislation titled the collateral collateral consequences of convictions in decriminalization of cannabis and all drugs act on Tuesday for marijuana. Specifically, it would make possession of up to one ounce of non-criminal violation punishable by a $50 fine rather than a misdemeanor offense. It would apply the same non-criminal penalty to delivery of up to an ounce of marijuana. People with past convictions for those cannabis-related offenses would be eligible for automatic expungements if more than a year has elapsed since the date of the arrest. The bill goes on to say that the legislature intends the prioritization of rehabilitative health intervention in lieu of criminalization for personal usage of controlled substances including but is not limited to stimulants, including cocaine, methamphetamine, opioids, heroin, fentanyl, depressants, or benzodiazepines, and other addictive controlled substances. Everything? Yeah. Kind of like what they did at Oregon. It just just makes it so that you're not going to jail for it. You're going to get help for it. Well, I mean, but there needs to be resources in place to run 
I always thought that like when it comes to the criminal system, I feel like there needs to be more involved in like social services. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're sending police officers to handle situations that should be handled. Exactly. A little bit. So why, why make it a crime for these things? They're talking about use. I don't think they're talking about sale. Hmm. Interesting. To end that, uh, to that end, crimes associated with the personal usage and possession, here we go, of controlled substances that do not involve production, distribution, or sale shall be decriminalized in favor of civil fines and referral to drug rehabilitation. In the interest of the health and public safety of the residents of Florida, preserving individual freedoms without sacrificing community costs, allowing law enforcement to focus resources on violent and property crimes, generating revenue for education, substance abuse prevention, and treatment, Freeing public resources to invest in communities and other public purposes rather than continuing to overburden prisons with a population that needs medical attention, seeking corrective equity on the impact of the war on drugs and identifying real people-centered solutions to various drug crises like the opioid epidemic. The legislature is prioritizing treatment and safety in an effort to preserve lives rather than discard them through criminalization and incarceration. The legislation would further require the state health department to study more effective methods of addressing drug addiction in lieu of criminalizing. This study shall include but not be limited to supervised drug consumption facilities, which have been proven to reduce public disorder associated with drugs and led to the drop in the behaviors linked to HIV and hepatitis C transmission. The department would be mandated to submit a report on its findings to the governor and legislator leaders by December 31st, 2022. When it comes to collateral consequences of drug convictions, Joseph is proposing a prosecutorial policy change where people arrested for drug offenses are explicitly made aware of possible repercussions when it comes to housing and employment opportunities, student financial aid, and voting rights. Additionally, the legislation would amend statute to ensure that people who face convictions in other states or at the federal level do, do, not, no, do not face more severe penalties under Florida law. It provides for a petition process through the Board of Executive Clemency for a Certificate of Restoration of Rights, relieving collateral sanctions not sooner than five years after the individual's most recent conviction of a felony or misdemeanor in any jurisdiction. This is yet another example of state legislators pursuing reform to end criminalization with a focus on public health and equity. For example, a young New Hampshire lawmaker is pushing for the decriminalization of psilocybin as well as currently illicit substances, Earlier this year, a 20-year-old Kansas lawmaker introduced a bill to broadly decriminalize drug possession in the state. A coalition for drug reform advocates in Washington State announced in September that they'll seek to qualify a decriminalization measure for the state's 2022 ballot. A task force based in Seattle, meanwhile, recently issued recommendations advising that local and municipal leaders decriminalize psychedelics and eventually consider legalizing all drugs in neighboring Oregon voters approved two separate statewide initiatives in 2020, one decriminalizing possession of all drugs and another to legalize psilocybin. In May, lawmakers in Congress filed the first ever legislation to federally decriminalize possession of illicit substances. Back in Florida, activists filed a new petition in September to put marijuana legalization on the 2022 ballot after previous versions of the reform were rejected by the Supreme Court earlier this year. Pretty sure they're talking about regulate there. 
Also in September, the top Democrat in the Florida Senate filed a bill that would require the state to research the medical benefits of psychedelics such as psilocybin and MDMA. Are you going? Are we going to that canadelic thing? There's yeah, a like, uh, there's a conference. Remember how you were like, oh, I wish we can go to that one. The one it's the microdose. I know this. Well, is, the microdose one. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm down to go to Canada. right, but this one would be like, isn't it the same thing as that microdose thing? Kind of similar. I don't know. I think it might be a little more ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's as uh, business as business business business. February 5th through the 6th. Cannabis, the Canadelic Miami. That's the same weekend of my grandmother's 90th birthday party. Oh, 90s? Man, Man, you can't miss that. No. We're doing a party for her that Saturday. So on Saturday, I'm busy, but. Yeah, Sunday. I don't know. Check it out. I want to, I mean, it looks like Florida is making moves to decriminalize. It's, It's crazy. I don't know. I don't think they're going to like that. No, please. Let's see if Dottie can do it. Dottie. Dottie Joseph. Dottie Joseph. She's the one that filed the legislation. Get it, Dottie. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, why put, like, people that have substance abuse problems in jail? Yeah, I know. But that's also, like, freeing up resources. That's why I'm saying, like, you we put such a. Yeah, they need to read. And more research. More research in psychedelics. Yeah. Didn't, like, Will Smith just come out recently about his use of psychedelics for his mental health? Really? Did yeah. he? I haven't seen. We got to look. A lot of people are coming we out. We should have talked about that then. We got to look him up and talk about him next time. Yeah, pretty Will sure. Will Smith, I don't know. You know, I celebrities, you know how I am sometimes. I'm a little bit kind of like, okay, guys, shut the fuck up already. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, before I came over here, Grimes popped up on TikTok, and I was like, oh, my fucking Grimes. <laughs> He's like, hey, guys, Miss um, Eunice, and so, I'm really smart, and I haven't been here for a really long time. Like, I just, you know, I got real anxiety. Like, oh, I was just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Celebrities. Celebrities. They're just like us. Only lo- super loaded with tons of money. <laughs> <laughs> and people love watching people be you rich. You want to be a celebrity. People want to. Right. I, wanna, I want people to like. I want to entertain people. I don't need to be a celebrity. <laughs> I don't need to be a Kardashian. I don't need to be that kind of shit. That's ridiculous. And, and, and the thing that it drives me nuts is people love. To watch rich people be rich. Have you seen the conspiracy stuff about? Okay, have you the you know Ghislaine Maxwell's thing is. Oh right, like, it's coming up, and people right are saying now. like they're not. She's not being shown as much, and whatever her whole trial. No, but like there's it. like a list of all these people she named, mm-hmm. and like it's like Jay Z, Beyonce are on that list. Oh, but who? Where is this coming from? Oh Jesus! What is? But where is this? Is a court documents. This is real court documents, or is this some fucking uh, somebody wrote some documents? And I mean, like everybody's... I didn't look up the court documents myself because you know how these people be, the and everybody documents. wants to throw those names because come on, Kanye—they're all part of the conspiracy theory. Kanye's on there too. They're all part of the whole. So they're like Illuminati oh, that, shit. You think it's coincidence that Kim K left Kanye right before all this? 
No, because K- Kanye has been going nuts. <laughs> let, and let He's me tell you this. Okay, this since we're on this conversation. Since this guy got caught. Since, no. Kanye has been going crazy since before Epstein got caught. It's been a while already. It's been a... It, his downward spiral has been especially pretty recent within the no, last three years d- no but if it's been a last seven years at least <laughs> seriously how long has he been with uh, with kim they ruin everything they touch everybody realizes this right like They're they e- everything those women touch they fucking they mess it up <laughs> That's why I'm like, look, Pete Davidson, I have, I'm sorry. I don't even know who's interested in this conversation. I hit up a group chat of mine and I was like, I sent them a recording of me, go, of me ranting going like, do you guys care as much as I do about who Pete Davidson is with? I don't know why I care. I don't know why I give a shit. I'm a big fan of Pete Davidson. I do not think he's attractive, but I understand. I think he's cute. I understand. He's funny. I understand so really exactly. Cute. I understand he that he's that he's that he's he seems a weird. Cool. Like his features are all a little weird, but together they work. No. <laughs> no. Who are you telling me? And that I was oh Ringo. He's, you were looking. Yeah, I was like oh Ringo guy. from the Beatles is super he's, high. He's and you're like bu- what? And I'm like yeah. he's better looking than Ringo. I'm sorry. He oh get the fuck out of here, <laughs> please. Pete Davidson wishes both he had facial hair. They both got Ex- big eyes. Right. <laughs> but anyways, see, okay, but fine. I get, I see, I get what the appeal is for him, right? But I don't think that the ladies he's been, I don't think they're him. I don't think that the girls that he's been dating, I think maybe he's dating these girls because, maybe he's dating these girls because he was not, popular back in when he was in high school and he always wanted to date the popular girls and now this is like his one chance to like date the popular girls yeah but i don't see his style i don't see his lifestyle (laughs) or his attitude or his in these prissy prissy little like you know what i mean made up girls like ariana grande when he was like when he proposed to her i was like for real like i get it but like come dude (laughs) is it long term really you think you see yourself long term with this little come on dude and now he's with kim k i think it's 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 pr stunt i think they're pr stunt i think my friend made a good point that they have like i don't know they both have movies or something coming up and because when you think about it, celebrities can keep it on a DL if they really want to. They have tons of money. Why would they need to go out in public to have dinner and hang out together? <coughs> Are you kidding me? I love staying home. If I was rich and I had a fat pad and I have millions of bucks, I'd stay home all the time. I have people come over all the time. I'd never leave my house. I think too many people are reading into it. Maybe they just hung out. A couple. No. Hello. A couple of times. This isn't like, oh, this is the one time they hung out. So and what, what are the like odds? Are you kidding me? Pete Davidson and Kim. You, yeah, they're just hanging out. Come on. Maybe. <laughs> whatever. All right, whatever. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I do. We must protect Pete Davidson. Kim K- Kim Kardashian cannot ruin that guy. Please don't ruin that He's guy. He's not going to be with her. If, if, if they link up, we could say goodbye to him. And you know what? It's ironic because he had a whole uh, weekend update where he's like, bring Kanye from 2008 back. And he was he was ripping on Kanye because 
Kanye was ranting on the stage at the end of the show. You know when they're supposed to stay at the end, say good night. Yeah. And then Kim and Kanye starts going off, and Pete Davidson walks off the stage because he's like, "This guy is not saying things that I agree with." So yeah. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, if he, they cannot be together. She will ruin him. <laughs> Look at Travis Scott. It was like after she appeared on SNL. So like maybe they like struck up a friendship while she was there, you know, like hung out. And they're like, hey, let's hang out. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's hang out. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging us, hanging with us so far. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. Hang, hang out with us so far. This next interview, uh, she's a, if you don't know about the flowery, they have an interesting story. They're um, a medical dispensary here in South Florida, but they're not like your big wigs. They're not like big true leave. Family owned. They're family owned. They got a license and instead of selling it, they said, we're going to fucking do this shit. And um, they're doing it and they're doing it. (laughs) And they, and let me tell you. They got some good flour. We, that's what we just spoke Yeah, tonight. we got some tiger <laughs> Uh So we really hope you enjoy our interview with Steph Frohawk from The Flowery. Uh, here it is. So it's interesting. A couple people have asked me, like, so at what point are you going to tell her what you do for a living? And now after that, like, story of her in her children's book seeing an actual cannabis leaf, and she, I mean, she recognizes it, and she knows what it is. She doesn't fully know what it is, but she she grasps the concept that it's mommy's work. Um, and so to me, I'm like, well, that's the cat's out of the bag. So at five, she already knows. And if I am this proud of, of the product, and I truly believe it is a medicine, I think it's also fun as well, obviously, but I really have seen benefits from a medical standpoint. My husband's actually a physician as well, an anesthesiologist who he he's on the forefront of opiate reduction. And, and even he's learned a lot the last year. And, and as a physician, he's even learned a lot. But for me, seeing the real benefits and impact of it, I don't think we should be ashamed of it. And I feel like the time she is 15 or 16, at that point, there's going to be so much education. And and it's the same thing about the kids that are in private schools that you shelter them for too long. When they go off to college, then they binge drink and they get out of control. For me, I'd rather educate her at a young age and, and explain to her there's different usages for it. And there's definitely a medical use for it instead of using prescription drugs. And yes, your daddy's a doctor as well. And he used prescription drugs for certain things, but there's also natural ways to, to heal as well. So I think education is really the biggest thing. And I've even learned so much the last year. So to me, it's like, well, as an adult that I've never, ever been anti it, but I just have been naive or uneducated. So I think being educated on the product is definitely the number one thing. So I'm not going to shy away from it or talk about it. I think I do need to be careful of like peers. Um, So what I tell her to make sure that when she speaks to other people about it, because it's not something that we shy away from, but other people that are, again, not educated on it might be judgy or whatever. But honestly, I don't want to hang out with those people anyways. So if you're going to judge me, use my language, fuck off and like, whatever, like then you're not part of my circle. Um, so I think education is the biggest thing I've learned the past year. 
that yeah. I want to instill in her too. I think we're all too. I mean, it's gonna we're it's all a, a, a growing process, huh? Literally, but it is like we're all still learning, and I think uh, there's gonna be so much more that we're gonna learn. You know, hopefully well, we. No, we really will. Because I mean, hearing stuff from my husband, he's like, man, just because they haven't been able to research, they haven't been able to do these things. So I'm sure there's so much more once we get the really amazing scientists that are allowed to, that have the funding to be able to do some of these testings. I mean, Israel's coming out with a lot of stuff. They've been doing research forever, but I really think once I mean, America does the best with anything with medicine. So once we kind of open up those gates and allow more funding and it for it to be federally legal, then these like big companies can actually pay for things to get done. Yeah, absolutely. Do you are you are you also a pot smoking mom? Do you partake? I do. I will say I'm more of a gummy person um, or like a vape pen. Yeah, or a vape pen. And I think it's more because it's the on the go easy. And for the life of me, like I cannot roll a joint to be quite honest. (laughs) Girl, that's why you got to smoke out of the bongs like we do. Ever since we got into the podcast, we started using bongs again. And we're like, whoa, this is great. Jay has a Jay has a J right now, but bongs. Before the podcast, I I hadn't used bongs since like my 20s. And then all of a sudden we started this podcast and we're doing bong rips again. <laughs> it's like we had, because we were hiding more before, you know, you yeah. didn't, uh, uh, having a bong is something else you have to put away and have a spot for and all that. And then when we decided to do this podcast and be more open and really trying to break the stigma, we're like seeing other moms on Instagram, taking bong rips. We're like, yeah, why not? Yes, that is what, that is what I want to, that's what I should do. <laughs> So can you tell us a little bit about the flowery? You said you're not like other MMTCs. So what really set, two things really set us apart, uh, or the two biggest things that set us apart. um, The first and foremost is how flower focused we are. Uh, One, going back to the medical aspect of it. And two, just that was a passion of all of ours of if, if we're going to grow, if we, us being a small private company, we didn't have the means to just do everything at one time. So we had to be smart about, all right, well, what are we going to focus on in the beginning? Okay. Well, where's the medicine? Where's the benefits? Where's the best part of the plant? Well, the flower. So that's what we've been specializing in is getting our flower perfect perfecting our flower because then everything else is going to be amazing if our flower our core ingredient is amazing and then everything else is going to be amazing so we that's all we've been focusing on right now is flower and we go ahead what would you say is it was since you guys are so focused on on doing on having the best flower what do you think is the key to having like the best flower what what do you what are you like what do you guys think makes it the best flower yeah Easiest answer to that is being indoor. So right now we uh, have a very small uh, facility, but we are almost done maybe a month from now. That's why I was holding off on the tour because I really want you to see the big bad boy. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're right now we're in a small facility, but it's all indoor. And the next one is going to be the largest indoor grow facility in the state of Florida because we truly believe that indoor is the best thing because it's Florida. 
It costs us a lot more money, but again, we are so passionate about growing the best flower possible. Like we want to be the brand hands down that everyone says, if you want amazing flower, go to the flowery. That's why we named it the flowery. That and the fun fact about why we named the flowery on a side note is flower focused and also we're the Florida brand. And La Flowery, uh, which Ponce de Leon na named Florida La Flowery. So it's kind of like a pun on, on Ponce de Leon naming Florida since we are the Florida brand. Um, but so indoor facility is the most important. Of course, we do everything organic, natural, um, or even instead of doing pesticides, we have like cinnamon and some other fun, like all natural things because we believe in doing the best possible for the flower. Um, and then the different lighting, the fun thing this last year, using this small facility, it will, it will actually continue to be our um, R&D, research and development um, facility. And we've used that as a research right now. So we have different rooms and every room we did a different light. So we could test what strains liked what light, or as a whole, did all of the strains hate this one light and like another light? We did ir different irrigations to test those. So we really did a bunch of testing because my family um, really has a, a significant background in the cannabis, I mean, not the cannabis, the growing sector. The other one is we're uh, one of the only ones that got the license that still is a family owned company that manages it and everything that did not sell it. So in order just to give a little backstory, quick backstory of how the whole licenses happened, basically you had to be in the nursery business for 30 years. We were in the nursery business, well, we still are for over 40 years. Uh, my family's actually been growing some sort of agriculture. We started in like avocados and tomatoes um, or avocados and mangoes, sorry. Uh, last year marked 100 years. So we know a little bit about growing in Florida. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing about the indoor aspect of it is us knowing the Florida climate and what, what plants can and can't handle what things. A lot of these cocky California guys that do amazing work in California or Colorado, they come here and it's like, oh shit, this is not what I was expecting. Um, and even the inside has a little bit of an effect of, of how bad the, the humidity is. But my uncle has this patent, um, really cool air thing. I don't know how to really explain it, but basically it also helps with humidity to, to suck out and make sure even when you open up a door, you get cleaned off with air basically, and then you walk in. Um, so we're really, again, we're just so passionate about growing high quality flour and all aspects of it. And it shows in your product. Your flower is great. It really is. Yeah, Thank I actually you. have another delivery coming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the waffle cone. The waffle I cone, that. I think, was really oh, good. Yay, yay. I really liked it. And you got to admit, our graphics are amazing. Like, we have such an amazing, like, our digital aspect. Like, we have, I'm just so proud of so many of our team members. I actually call them our flowery fam. I call our patients and you guys are flowery fam. Like to me, I mean, we're a family owned company, but family definitely to me goes a lot further. Uh, blood goes more than, um, family goes beyond blood, I like to say, because I don't know how many aunts and uncles I have that aren't really my aunt and uncles, but it, that's just how my family is. And, and that's how we've set up the flowery. 
and we truly believe our, our team members are our family and, and so are our patients are extension of us as well. Very cool. And you have a background, you have a background in, uh, in, uh, wine. marketing, but yeah, you were, you came from the wine and alcohol uh, industry. Yes. Yeah, so I went from wine to weed. <laughs> hey man, there's um, a lot of moms being converted from wine to weed and it's not a bad thing. You know what, <laughs> to be honest, you don't get hangovers. It's, it is amazing. But no I do have my, too, I can't, no I calories. Can't well, yeah. I do have my wine on my, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wine is nice. I feel like if anything, wine has still has antioxidants benefits. But you know, what's so amazing about I'm a Psalm and, and the, one of our strains that I'm still just blown away with my brother promises me he's going to grow some more, but it was straw Nana and it smells like strawberries and bananas and the terpenes. I'm like this, if you don't believe in terpenes, this is an example of how terpenes, like <laughs> at least the smell of it, but even the effects of it. And that's, that's another thing that I, I can't help a lot, a lot of the times compare the wine with, uh, with cannabis as well, with all of the terpenes and, and whatnot. You learn growing, you know, cannabis, you guys went from growing tomatoes, uh, or my mangoes. Other yeah. avocados, all these things. And all of a sudden you got into the cannabis. Yeah. Why, why we shift? Because so, shit. <laughs> so I have three brothers and, um, the, the youngest one, Matt, he was really, he did two tours in Iraq and suffered from PTSD. And he was actually the one that wanted to do it. He's like, this is an amazing thing. We should do it. Like, look at these, uh, stipulations, the odds of anyone else being able to even meet those, like this is such an amazing opportunity on so many levels. And this was back when Charlotte's web was, so it was like nothing at that point. And so he and our other partner, um, that's basically family to us, like I kind of say all the time, but they've been in business with us for 20 years, Jack, he and my brother applied for it back. I think it's probably been eight years now. We didn't get it the first time. Um, and then Matthew, for January, will be five years actually, um, he passed away. And so when that happened, all of us just kind of got together and we're kind of a tough family. We're like, fuck it, we're going we're gonna to make this happen no matter what for Matt. And so we got another partner, a financial partner, and we sued the state of Florida and we won with seven other nurseries. And since we then you really start to have this passion for it. And you hear about all of these amazing stories. And it's like, why are we just going to sell the license? I mean, we already, none of us are hurting. We all have successful businesses. To us, it truly was a passion of like, wow, this really is an amazing thing on so many levels, like from the health benefits, from the fun aspect of it, of like building a new business. Yeah. How and, exciting. It's been so fun. And like a whole new I, industry and in I, our state. I, I never wanted to work for my family's company. That's why I was like, Peace I'm going and I'm doing, I worked for Bacardi my first four years. I was just like, all right, I never want to grow plants. Like, oh, that's so boring. <laughs> then I get into wine and I go and I'm like growing wine and making wine. And I'm like, wait a minute. I guess it really is in my blood. Like as much as I don't think I like this stuff, it still somehow just keeps pulling me back. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's just been, it's been amazing. And, and to work with my family and everyone is just so sweet to me. Like I have the best brothers ever. Like they are, everyone says, oh, I can't believe you have three brothers. That must have like been terrible. Like, nope. 
I loved it. Like they were overprotective and sweet and nobody messed with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's some good backup, man. Oh, oh, Donovan, the oldest one, like he was a thug, like straight up. <laughs> <laughs> There's some stories that he probably would not want me to share that <laughs> now he's the professional, like one running the ship, but... <laughs> That luckily, lucky for us, uh, the internet that wasn't as uh, heavily populated as it is now. <laughs> we got away oh, with a lot of things back in the day. <laughs> he is very lucky, actually. He was on some papers over in like somewhere that somebody saw him. Like, man, can you imagine if we, it was today's? No, no not. way. No. <laughs> I'm yeah. so grateful. Thank to be honest. So grateful right? Me that. too. Ah. Um, but then we're gonna start opening up our first dispensary. Right now, it's end of January, and it will, of course, be Miami. That's going to be our flagship. It would be wrong if it wasn't um, in our hometown. And then we're going to open up two more within a couple months after that. By the end of the year, I think the projection is like five, um, between five to ten, depending on how the first three go. But the first three will be the first half of the year. Oh, how exciting is that? I'm super, I mean, I'm nervous, but super excited because we've, because we've laid down such a foundation of like working out all of the painful things that I'm not as scared. I'm more excited than I am scared, but yeah, I feel like you guys have gone over most of the most painful things. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's you a guys different got delivery down. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Really easy. It, it is really do. easy to order. It's the ordering process that the website sucks, but it was like templates that it's just like easy off the shelf. I didn't know what I was doing. Like I just was researching and I was like, Ooh, what's this? I heard Jane. Like, but you guys I have I heard it. Jane. Like, but I, I think that's like, yeah, it's, I think that's standard. I think for the most part, I've seen a lot of dispensaries that have that same kind of. No, they all do. That's how I found it out. I videoed every single ordering process and I finally saw a little icon. I was like, what's this? I heard Jane. So I Googled, I heard Jane and I was like, all right, this is our platform that we're going to use. It's inexpensive. And look, I'm, I'm so glad we did it the way we did because even if we could have afforded building a custom site right out the gate, it would have sucked because I wouldn't have known what we needed or how we needed it or anything like that. Right. You got to start somewhere. So, yeah. So now we like know all of the necessities and we're going to, like I said, y'all are going to be blown away with the new ease of it. Everything's automatic. It's cool. That's awesome. That's that's super exciting. Even like the storefronts, that's super exciting too. Yes. The first one is going to be like, it's been a long time in the making and we have some amazing designers and it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. Some of these places Miami, are, yes. in Miami. no, it is not going to look like anything like that. No, some of these places, girl, they look so sterile. They're like, I mean, I mean I'm oh, like, look, I, no. I, I mean, I get like it's medicine and you have to be serious about it. And I'm sure there's all kinds of things that you have requirements you have to meet. But, oh, my God, some of these places look like scary. Yeah, they do look creepy. I'm like, well, who am I gonna get what from? You do people have to? Do they have to cover all the windows? Like, you cannot see in. Is that like a requirement for? Do mm-hmm. you know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But ours is gonna actually have like 
cool looking in the inside. Like we're going to have designs on the inside and designs on the outside. Yeah, because so you could still, so right, you could still no, we have, have fun with it. No, we have half of our team works out of Wynwood. And so we have, nice. we have badass like, oh, artists. Like, it's not going to be nothing. And I'm like, we need to get this done. They're like, no, this is our flagship. It needs to be. I was like, right. okay, fine. Can you just hurry up and be cool? <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, I know. Fabulous. Creative takes time. <laughs> it's I know, and then we're so impatient. I'm definitely going to that opening for sure. Y'all will definitely be invited for sure. <laughs> I think we're gonna do a bunch of parties. To be honest, we're gonna like invite do like different crowds almost, and then maybe one big one and see how eclectic our groups can be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, if you need like cool moms to host anything. <laughs> yeah we could do it girl we're here <laughs> well my i was interested since you guys are kind of like i would say you guys are kind of like the underdog right like you guys are like uh, these big oh, yeah. you know <laughs> flashy to say the least. yeah which uh which i appreciate i mean everybody loves a good underdog story like that come on <laughs> yes um, I think we're gonna be like the like the the fun underdog that like no one sees i actually think the reason we've gotten some like the bigger guys kind of doing some things and I'm like, come on, we're like itty bitty, leave us alone. <laughs> I think, I think in the future, we're going to like, we're going to be the under the dog that really uh, becomes the big dog. Right. And that's like, yes. but that's, but that's like, you know, what is it? What's a good story like that? She's all, is it, she's all that where she's like the nerd and everybody's <laughs> like, and then they turn her into a cool, a cool girl. And she ends up like, I mean, all they did was take her glasses her, off. The karate kid, bro. <laughs> the karate kid. The karate kid. Oh, but, but the, even though there's a different theory of that story now they right 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 right. cobra kai right but but yeah yeah (laughs) but but right but i i would be interested in under in knowing what you guys think of like the homegirl because i would suspect as the underdog that yeah you'd be like you know uh uh, grow as many plants as you fucking want because uh you because you guys have been through the shit and you're like yeah uh-huh grow as many plants yeah. as you want like let's see then you're gonna be like well i and me going back to my alcohol days it's like home home um homebrew yeah. oh if i go over to a friend's house and like oh you want to try my homebrew i'm like I mean, Jeff, do I have to like people you have to be impolite? Be like, sure, I'll have a sip of that. Like, no, stop trying to grow your homebrew. Like, let the fucking professionals that know what they're doing. I mean, you know, I would, I would definitely also be interested in like finding those mom and pop home grows that would be like or that Ooh, like, crap show me what you're doing come over and work for us like help us out like keep your home grow and come over. yeah true oh we've seen what you could do, do, come, both. do both. come do that for us <laughs> and that was steph rohawk from the flowery you can visit their website www.theflowery.com co. yeah oh i thought it was missing an m um, and also, uh, please, if you have not gotten .co. All right. www.co. No, I'm bro. Drop the M. .co. They didn't have time for the M. <laughs> it's like .co. .co. Not .com. .co. 
Um, if you haven't gotten delivery from them, dude, you get 20% off your first order. And if you use the code PSM20, you get 20% off. Stackable. Stackable. I mean, unless you've gotten it before. Yeah, it's Then just nice. fucking 20%. 20% yeah. So make a nice order. Get some Tiger Bomb. I Waffle Cone is a favorite of mine, Oh, too. the Waffle Cone is good. I tried it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It tastes great. Yeah, really, really nice. Thank you guys uh, so much for listening to us. Thank you for the sponsors. Um, you know, if you're around Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, of course, on Instagram. We usually do lives. We may or may not we be may there. We may or may not be there. <laughs> um, but you know what? If we are, you should be too. We'll let you know ahead of time. Um, and that way we can talk about the episode. Thank you guys. The patrons. You put our new, we got a new patron. Well, okay, she moved I, I, over. I, she moved over. It, the thing is, I wasn't sure. It has to be the same Nathalie, right? I'm pretty sure it's it Nathalie is. Nathalie from Anchor, right? Came over to Patreon. Sure, she yeah. must have heard us say it in the episode that she should come over. May, oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Uh, I think so, but like, it's, it says a different last name in Patreon, so it's I wasn't always, sure. It's always difficult to track some of the people who, some of our audience, because people go by different names and different platforms, and sometimes it's kind of weird. Um, but speaking of Angelina, if you're on IG, we need your handle. Oh yeah, Angelina, reach out to us on Instagram if you're on Instagram. If not, email us. Um, but you know, patrons get early access to episodes. They get additional content, full uncut interviews, uh, Zoom smoke sessions, vacations. Apparently now <laughs> we're taking a vacation. Uh, but hey, you know, if you like our show, um, come join our patrons page. Um, like Yanni and Destiny and Lauren and Jesse. Christy's a patron also. April, she's been with us forever. I don't think she really listens to the show though. <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> she just supports <clears throat> She just, you know, yeah, she supports Stranger. Shelby, Denise, Liza, Natalie, Meredith, Terry, and Angelina. Thank you guys for being patrons. We love you. We love all the interactions we have with you. If you like our show, subscribe, rate, review, share our content. Potsmokingmoms.com. Just don't go to our TikTok. It's Bye. not there anymore. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>